good morning. morning. Bob, it's good to be here. Thanks so much for welcoming us to the Prairie Doc Radio Program. As Bob just mentioned, Rick Holm is here in the studio. He is our Prairie Doc, and he's ready to answer your questions of a medical nature. Dr. Holm's specialty is internal medicine. He's worked with the Avira Medical Group Brookings and has served as a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota's Sanford School of Medicine. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Joan Hogan. You're busy editing photos, huh? Well, I am. So there you go. Thank here, you very much. Here, here Just done. perfect. Done. He's a man of many talents, many talents. How are you feeling today? feel great. Well, good. Love to be alive. You know, this is, you know, you savor every moment. My wife and I went out for a two-mile walk this morning. Bob and I are comparing hair. Hair's growing back. Yeah, I'm afraid you left me in the dust. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Bob is just lacking hair, but yours just keeps coming back. Looking yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah. So... Great. It, it, um, so we went out for a two-mile walk this morning, and uh, there's going to be a talk tonight at Watertown. I'll be in Watertown this evening. From uh, 5.30 to 8 is what I have yeah. listed. Prairie so. Lakes Healthcare Speaker Series. Now, is that open to the public? or is Open it just to the public. Oh, it is. Uh-huh. So if you're anywhere near Watertown this evening at 5.30, you can just check out where it'll... I'm sure if you go on the Watertown site, you'll find out where it, the Prairie Lakes Healthcare Speakers Series will occur. Well, it's I'll I'll tell you where it's you at. Know the where it com- is? It's at the community. Um, there's some here. I'll tell you where it is. It is. Let's go to today. Today. And then you go to this, and it says it's at the Watertown Event Center, the event 1901 Ninth Avenue Southwest, at the Event Center, and um, I'll be giving a, the presentation. Um, from uh, 6.30 to 7.15. And not only that, you will have books along and you'd be glad to sign them. If somebody would like to purchase a book, as we know the name of the book is... What's the name F- of the book? Uh, Life's Final Gifts. Life's, F- Life's Final, Final uh, Season. Life's Life. Final Season. Yes. Life. Why couldn't I remember that? Yes. But I got it now. Life's Final Season. Yes. Part of Life's Final Season is this lack of memory. Yeah. It's very, it really I have a chapter on the, oh, on, the, on memory. Yes, you too, and we needed that chapter <laughs> to explain that we're only human. Our brains can only hold so much, and after all these years, our brains have taken a lot in. Yeah, so it's it, okay if we forget a few things. Well, when you push in a little bit more, squeeze, the, the excess squeezes out the other side. You that know? must be it. So somehow, That's the name of the book, Life's Final Season, was leaving me, but Dr. Holm will be in Watertown tonight. And then on Saturday... You're going to be in Aberdeen. You're yes. really traveling. Saturday uh, in the morning from 10 to noon, so you got to get an early start. It's right. about a two-and-a-half-hour yeah. drive, buddy. Right. Well, and you and Joni are morning people anyways. I you said no it. to the pier in Rapid City presentation. You did. I did. Yeah. But, uh, it's this time of year, you don't want to be traveling that far. Yeah. Aberdeen was the furthest, but, you know, that'll be an interesting little foray into I mean, I haven't been in Aberdeen in a, for a long, long time. Uh, the memory I have of Aberdeen is that my rock and roll band, The Love and Blue, uh, <laughs> uh, w- uh, <laughs> played in a bar uh, up there, and I wasn't legally, you know, of age. Underage. I was definitely underage. And we got up there, and we got all set up, and we had some extra time, and it was a matinee. Uh, Sound of Music was on. Uh, that's how long ago it was. It that's was the original Sound of the Music. original. It was and it was in the theaters, you know, it was like that first round through. 
time. They didn't have VCR then or uh, Netflix no. or they just had a live yep. sign of music Absolutely. in the movie theater and you followed that? It was a wonderful movie. You oh. know, it still is a wonderful movie. It is. Yeah. So that's your memory of Aberdeen. I have a lot of memories. Our daughter is living in Aberdeen, oh, so we oh, get up so there get quite up there often. Periodic. Yeah, I had never really had any reason to go to Aberdeen until she married Rob, and uh, they ended up living in Aberdeen, and they're very happy there. It's a great community. It's just far enough away from, from Sioux Falls else. that you can actually have a decent retail community, too. Yes. It's so hard in Brookings. I've been in retail years ago. Anyone in retail, my heart goes out to you. It's just tough because you people to just kind of, you're competing Sioux Falls. You're yep. so close. But yep. Aberdeen is just far enough away from Sioux Falls and Fargo that they, they have a really nice community. How there. far from Fargo? Uh, Fargo, I think it might be at least three hours. From, from Aberdeen? From, from Aberdeen to Fargo. I'm not certain, but I do know it's at least three hours to either one of those major so cities. So Aberdeen really is a kind of a hub up it there is. in the northeast. Well, they call it the hub city, don't they? Oh, I they think do. they do. <laughs> yeah, good name for it, yeah. Rick. Okay, enough in Aberdeen and enough from you people who may want to know oh, something gonna, about medicine. We're going to talk about that. The show tonight. The show tomorrow night. I mean tomorrow Tomorrow night. night it's, oh. it's going to be exciting. It is going to be about dermatology, and yes. we're going to talk about that right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Happy to have you listening today. Dr. Rick Holm is here, ready to answer any questions you might have. And until you call in those questions, we're going to spend a little time talking about dermatology. Because tomorrow night on Prairie, on, uh, on call with the Prairie Doc, you're going to have you and two guests. And the two guests are Christopher. They're both dermatologists. Christopher Gaspar. Gaspar. Say? Gaspar. And uh, Dr. Siri Knutson, and they're both in, from Rapid City. Now, for a change, they're not driving to Brookings. You drove to I, Rapid City. I drove to Rapid City. Taped it earlier, right? <clears throat> you know, there was an American College of Physicians meeting on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in September, early September. So we went up uh, on uh, Sunday, and we taped uh, a television show on a Monday morning, a Monday afternoon, a Tuesday morning, a Tuesday afternoon. So we had four shows taped in Rapid City, East River, I mean, West River Docks, uh, and uh, then we're going to be playing them this December while our students are gone because we don't have camera people. Uh, when you don't have student camera people, you don't have a television show as far as I I. I you just can't. It. You that need those kids running the camera. <laughs> right, right. So, so this part, is neat. We're, that we're you part of their training, you know. That's what we do. Well, you are. And they're taking courses in it, so it's great if they can do a live show. And they have a really nice studio in Rapid City now. And so uh, we, we recorded a show on dermatology, a show on rheumatology, a show on everything uh, that, you know, ask anything kind of a questionnaire show, and then another show on infectious disease and the microbiome. So it was a fascinating two days, let me tell you that. And then the, the, um, the And to be up for four programs is not that easy. No. These doctors came in for one, but you had to be up for all four <laughs> programs. That's, yep. that's tough. You had to be with it. Well, it's fun. So Good. It's, it's a joy to have a guest who's interested and interesting. And when you can, it just keeps you alive. I mean, it just, it just brings the room full of information and uh you know you go into the show and you're kind of tired and your your tail is dragging and 
the person starts talking and the interesting information starts rolling out and suddenly you know the hour is over and it was a fun uh, fun romp and that's what that that well, was good. all four of those shows. and the first romp was had to do with dermatology and we mentioned the two doctors and dermatology of course has to do with the skin any conditions right. of the skin right um it had to be really interesting so my essay that was in the in the newspaper last night talked about uh and it brought me sun exposure right yes yeah it brought me to canoeing in the boundary waters as a high school junior <clears throat> and here we were we had a kind of a a um, crabby guide you know he'd been up there like three four weeks already and he was kind of tired of it and here he had a, a new crew of desmet boys that were young and inexperienced and he had to guide you through <coughs> the boundary guide waters through the boundary waters and gee willikers you know and and uh, he was very conservative with the food that he provided us so we'd have <laughs> lunch he would i can remember he had a cracker and he'd spread on the uh, the uh, the peanut butter and then he'd scrape it off to put it on the next one and then he'd spread <laughs> on a little bit of je jelly and then scrape off the jelly and then give you this very thinly uh, uh this you, cracker you had a very inexpensive guide is what you had who oh, <laughs> was watching every penny starved and oh, um, and wow. th there were three days when it was raining this is the this, this is the thing that I'll never forget in my whole life. It was raining and it was cold, and we worked all day to canoe across these lakes, and then and then you would you forage. And then you would take your your um your canoe on your shoulder and you'd carry it across to the next lake, next lake, next lake, next lake, and it's raining and you're cold and you're wet and your feet are cold and ugh. so you got done with your day. <clears throat> And you come into a wet campground, and mm. all the wood is wet. Wet, everything's wet. Everything's wet, oh. and you're cold. And he put on a cover over our cook area and eating area, right? So we had this blue tarp that he put up, and then he had us uh, get all of this wood, which we got, and he split it, so the center was dry. Uh, and then uh, with one match, and magic. You know, without we got a fire we, going, we got a fire going, and he had had us sitting there fanning it with our plates, which were pie tins, you know, and we got the fire going, and he boiled water, and we're waiting for the fire, you know, <laughs> and then he made rice uh, with tomatoes and uh, hot dogs that were cut up into little pieces, and so it was, you know, it was uh, Spanish rice. Mm -hmm. This and, is really a low-cost deal. I'm and you know telling what? you, you didn't it, spend much money on it. It right? was the best meal I've ever had in oh, my really? whole life. Really? Because you were <laughs> I starving. I was so cold. I was so hungry. And the food was, you know, hot. And he ugh, helps. It was perfect. Rice. Spanish rice. With, with hot dogs. Know, with hot dogs or bologna. Some minimal amount of meat. But, yeah. boy, it was the best meal I can, I can remember. Now, this having. has to do something with skin. So get to the point. The next day we, we broke out onto a drier day and we took a morning break and we canoed into a, onto an island and there was a big rock in the sun. And, and we all took our sh up. <laughs> shirts off and lay down on this warm rock with the sun beating into it. And you know, I described it in the, in the article, but I have never realized 
the warmth and the radiation and the heat and the joy and the glory of the sun before or ever since. It was sort of... Your in, day in the sun. It was the, the... You don't realize what you have with the sun until you haven't had it for three days. You're cold to the core and the sun comes out and you have a chance to warm up. So it really helped your skin that day. Yeah. However, well, <laughs> the point is... And, well, I mean, you can overdo it with the sun and yes. you can overdo it with vitamin D and that was a whole story of the right. essay. But the point, the, the point being that um, we, I, I think the flowers and the plants understand the value of the sun. I don't yes. think the humans do. Well, sometimes we do. You know, when it when it's been dreary for three or four days and the sun comes out, people are happier, they're more cheerful. We yep. realize the difference with the sun, but we also have to realize that we can't overdo it. And that's where a dermatologist yep. will come in. If you've damaged your skin with sun, it'd be nice if you hadn't, if you hadn't been out there sunbathing without some good protection, which many people have done over the years. Yes. It really ruins their skin and, and it's dangerous. There was one thing in uh, National Institute of Health had, a, well, they were online with different things, and they had one question about uh, health questions about your skin. And yeah. one of the first ones was, what's the largest organ of your body? Ah, your skin. Your skin. No yeah, question about it. that surprised me. Isn't that me. amazing? Yeah. I mean, it covers you and protects you. If you have an opening of your skin, you know, an ulcer. Right. Right. The ulcer has to heal by the outside in. The skin grows from the outside in. And so it takes a while for, uh, for skin to reform. If you have a major burn, let's say you just burned all the skin on your forearm, the skin has to regrow from the edge of the viable skin back over. And, and what's so dangerous is when that ulcer that is wide open like that, and yes. all that skin is wide open, it loses water, it, it, uh, in, invasion of bacteria comes in, and so that's why they, they cover with artificial skin or with, with uh, animal skin that's gonna be sloughed off after the new skin c grows in from the side. Um, you know, bur the study of burn victims is an amazing story. It's, it, it's sad, it's, it's complicated, sad it's, it's a chronic, severe, mm -hmm. long-term healing process. But they can do it if it's under, I think right now, 80%, they can, they can get them to survive. They can get them to survive. That's amazing. Burn. I know you talk to anyone who's had any time in medicine, in any stage of medicine, and they just know there's nothing worse than a burn victim. It just breaks your heart. Well, the, the pain they go through, it's, it's just horrible. It's a huge, of great importance to us. Yeah. And we, we all talk about the brain being important, and it is. If you don't have your noodle... You know, if those marbles aren't aren't uh, in order, then you know, then it's almost who cares. And uh, but uh, still, at the same time, you won't be in uh, around for long if you don't have your skin. You need your skin. Well, we also need to take a break. We appreciate you listening, and we can talk a little bit more about dermatology. But we did have one question coming in about exercise just before the break, oh. so we'll get to that when we return. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening today. Dr. Holm is here, and he wants to discuss the fact that uh, dermatology and the study of the skin and how to protect it and help it is very important. And if you want to know more about it, tomorrow night on South Dakota Public Television at 7 o'clock, 
on the on call with the Prairie Doc program. Yes. You will have two doctors who are dermatologists from Rapid City discuss all the problems that can occur to the skin. We can go back to that, but before we do, we'll respond to our caller's question. Yes. You were talking about exercise when you first the program first began. You said you and Joni took a walk. You two are great exercisers. This person called in and wanted to know if walking on an elliptical machine is as good as walking outside. You know, actually, it might be better. Oh. Uh, the, if, you, if you have the elliptical uh, walking, there's no jarring. You know, it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. It keeps your, mo- your joints working. Your muscles are working. And then uh, some of these machines have upper body uh, movement as Handles well. Handles so you can pull back and forth. <clears throat> right. We have an, an elliptical. We have an elliptical machine. That sure, that's easy for you to say. We have an elliptical <laughs> machine in our basement, and uh, and through when the temperature drops below zero, there's no question about it. It's just safer. Or when it's all ice, it's just safer to do it inside. Uh, we also have a, um, the in my coat pocket a punch card where we can go up to the rehab center uh and but when it's not open we go to the elliptical in the basement and it's a it's a way of moving uh i think 30 minutes of that type of a thing and uh you know you it's a great you'll live great forever. exercise you'll just live forever that's well, all there is to it all right if you so can do those things every day commit it to it Every day you need to have this done. Let's get it done early. Get her done, you know. Uh, and if it if it was like this morning, it's a beautiful day. It was 30 degrees this morning. Joni and I had a nice walk. I didn't even wear my super duper uh, warm 40 below coat. I I put a hooded sweatshirt and and a nice uh, cover jacket over that and uh, my farmer gloves and off we went and and talked about. The Christmas holidays and the kids and you know we just and suddenly we we had two half miles hours under up. our belt. You had your two miles in. Wow. Well, it was beautiful today, and I think it's going to stay warm for a couple of days, which is nice. You get it uh, above twenty. It's, it seems it's, believable. It's wonderful. Now you go to the <clears throat> to Florida in the spring. I do. And you you uh, the big part of it is sun, isn't it? It's the sun. It's the sun, but also it's just the beach. Boy, the beach calls you or draws you know and we're so fortunate the place that we rent every winter is right on the beach so in the morning i just step out my door and i'm on the beach and, and you I hear walk, the waves rolling in hear the waves rolling in the sun coming up uh, it's just pure heaven you know and yeah. i get quite a bit of walking in because i love to just walk on the beach and just stroll along sometimes you see cute little kids playing in the sand that's fun there's just a lot of interesting things going on very enjoyable. Now, are you near the place where when the water went out, there were, there were, you know, it was like a mile of sand that, I mean, you It know. was just crazy. Yes. Well, we weren't there when it happened. But when the storm came through and Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay actually emptied, which is just, they had pictures of it. I can't imagine the whole bay, somehow the water just came out into the ocean and it was dry and then it came back. Very so odd. how deep is it there? I mean, it must not be very deep. No, Tampa thing. Bay is deep. They have big ships come in. It's just, it was really strange. I don't think the whole bay emptied, but so much of it emptied that is normally covered with water. I can't tell you how deep it is. I, I'm yeah. not sure, but right. it was it was amazing. It's what weather can do and what Mother Nature does just overwhelms you. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
So, hey, we're talking about weather and Mother Nature, and we should go back to dermatology. We have right, had another question come in. Yes, oh, sir. I want to. I want to. What do you want to tie into? I want to talk about um, my experience with at Zambros on uh, Monday night. So I, I went to Zambros, the bookstore on Phillip Avenue in Sioux Falls, uh, and Jeff, who was the bookseller that sold books at the book festival, said to me, did you know, Rick, that you, I mean, and this is braggy, 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 and I'm that's only, okay. do, I'm only it. doing it because I'm trying to sell books, because that's what you need to do if you're going to be, become a book person. He said, your book sold the most at the book festival. And then he said, since the book festival, I have sold more of your books than any other book out of my bookstore. That's Zambros? That Zambros. is really nice. You had to be thrilled to hear that. He says it's, it's uh, people come in and they keep buying presents for people because they read it. They thought it would be a good gift for somebody, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's a topic that is of value to every one of us, particularly the boomers, and uh, that's what he said. And I thought, oh, thank you, thank that's you. music to my ears. Bob, what were you going to say? Herman, Mel or Herman Melville's book, No Moby Dick, was a bomb until people started talking about it. And then it took off like a snowball down the hill. So yeah. word of mouth is the best way that yeah. the it love really of books spreads. Well, I mean, yeah. if it's a crappy book, people can promote the you know promote it and pro promote it but, but it, it's not going to sell not because sell. it's not good if it's a good book and people said that you should have a copy of that it'll keep spreading as long as it you know people get it yeah bob i am ishmael i and i alone survived is how his book began <laughs> i am ishmael i am you know that did you uh, speaking of that book uh, um, i had uh, a friend of mine gave me a copy of the book uh, the Essex, which was the story, the real story of the book. And then they made a Moby Dick uh, movie that was based on this book, uh, the real story of the Essex. And, uh, and of course, uh, they, this uh, captain was really a, an incompetent uh, ca character. And, uh, I mean, everything he did was wrong. I mean, he, his, his people knew he was doing wrong, and they couldn't convince him otherwise. He wouldn't listen to them. Uh, but he did survive. You know, there were like 10 people that did survive the Essex. A lot of people mm. di uh, died. But a whale did attack the boat. Uh, they were out to kill the whales. The whale knew it. This and the big old grandfather the whale <laughs> just destroyed their boat, just killed them. <laughs> and then they got into uh, uh, rowboats, you know, and they traveled, you know, they were months and months out in the water, and there was cannibalism to survive. That was the real story of the... Are you just trying to cheer us up here? It was a fascinating <laughs> book. It about, was. Uh, about the, the real story that, that pre, uh, preceded Moby, Bit, Moby Dick. So the Essex was the... The story written before, yeah, or the real story, the real story of that the Essex triggered the uh, Moby Dick. Uh, now, wow. interesting. Well, for those of you who love reading, there's a lot of reading out there. My daughter-in-law gave a presentation to a women's group this month, and she she was trying to decide what to talk about, and she thought, why not talk about books, because it's something she loves, and she's an avid reader, and she explained that in Iceland. 
And I thought, we're talking about Iceland and Christmas. How does this come together? But she said, in Iceland, it's become a tradition on Christmas Eve to share books. And people give books to each other. And this started back in World War II when they couldn't get any gifts gifts brought to them for Christmas gifts. But they did get a lot of uh, paper that did get shipped to Iceland because there were no... um, very few forests in Iceland. So they knew that they had the paper coming in, so they started publishing books, which they hadn't done. So a lot of them are local publishers. Now, at this point, one out of 10 people in Iceland have written a book. Have written a book? Written a book. And, and, and they do share these books in Iceland. That's it's just fascinating. Story. So you're talking about your book. Can you imagine every 10th person in this country having written a book and published it? It's well, just, it's It's good for your fascinating. health. Did you know that, that there's important issues about writing? Uh, people, uh, there's a, a gentleman with back, uh, that was a back pain specialist, surgeon, orthopedic surgeon, back surgeon, had severe back pain from some problem. And he, uh, before he went to surgery, because he knew exactly what surgery was all about, he decided to do the physical therapy part. Well, one of the psychologists that was involved with the physical therapist got him to write every day, 15 minutes, something. Uh, and you know, there's a bunch written about how to use writing as therapy for chronic pain. And um, so he uh, f- started treating his patients who had chronic severe back pain. Instead of taking them to surgery, putting them on a writing schedule. They would write, it didn't matter what they what wrote. What they wrote as long as they wrote. Writing something. Now initially it was, you write down all your negative thoughts, you crunch it up and throw it in the wastebasket, throw away that pain, you know, that type of a thing. But theoretically, that was one thing. What he ended up doing is just having everybody write 15 minutes once or twice a day. Doesn't matter what. Maybe it's something that you're going to want to keep. Maybe, you know, you send it to Iceland and let them print it. <laughs> I'm not sure. But the point is that if you write, uh, it helps the creative part of you to empty the things that might be bugging you or it 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 opens your heart uh and so uh, it's healthy so it's, it's a healthy thing to do to write. to write and i personally would uh, i can say what when i came down with cancer i'm in the middle of this writing process it really helped me it got me through the darkest days i always had something to do i'm putting it down and i'd come home cleaned out i mean my heart was Okay. You're okay. But you also had a real goal in mind. You were diagnosed with cancer, and you thought, I'm going to finish this book, I better and that's finish it. This term so book. it forced you to stay alive <laughs> yeah. through all of this because you had to finish that book. That might be true. We're going to take our final break. We'll be back right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I was just trying to come up with a name. You don't have it, do you, Rick? Phil. Shoot. Phil and Joe. At any rate, you're talking about reading. I'm. This is horrible. Our memories are so bad. Um, I'm reading this book that his wife wrote, and it is absolutely uplifting. It's just phenomenal. Gross. G R O S S. Yes, yes, yes. Joe Gross and Phil died a couple years Phil ago. Died of Joe has uh, became a minister many years ago, and just she's just a delightful person. And this book was given to me as a Christmas gift, and it has just I slept like a rock every night because I read about. 10 or 15 pages of it, and it's such good, upbeat stuff that you just feel so good. They've lived a wonderful Christian life, wonderful couple, and their life story is beautiful, and Joe has written it out. 
So if you want something good to read, what's the name Joe of the book? Gross. Well, you know I wouldn't. I got came up with a name. <laughs> don't expect the name of the book. I don't remember Man. the name of the book. But Joe I Gross. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of books either. I'm in oh, the middle goodness. of three books right now, and I'm having right. a great time. One of them is Unforgettable by Scott Simon, who who's on NPR on Saturday mornings, about his mother. Another uh, is uh, uh, the 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 um, the cattle drives with the Longhorns in the 1800s uh, that came up to South Dakota. And then the third one is by Ingen, who is a, uh, a Minnesota uh, author that's been, this has been fun. I've been kind of hopping between Hopping books. between books, well, yeah. well we're, we all found that we feel better if we read uplifting things and read good yeah. books. And uh, that was our healthy topic for today and believe it it or not we have run out of time but we do hope you've enjoyed our discussion and we'll listen again for prairie doc brought to you by the avira medical group brookings please follow the prairie doc on facebook and youtube for free and easy access to the entire prairie doc library rick that's all for this week i look forward to tomorrow night yes thank you joan and thank you bob dermatology tomorrow night really good stuff and stay healthy out